Hi, you are listening to the Inspired Mind Podcast. This is Michelle Shaw, and I just want to say thank you so much for tuning in. If you are listening to this particular podcast, there's a good chance you might be experiencing some turbulence emotionally, or you're just feeling maybe off-centered, and you're looking for some suggestions on how to ground yourself when you feel anxious or when life just kind of starts to kind of knock us off off kilter when we're least expecting it. And I've, gosh, I've had days like that where I think I've got it all together. I've planned, I've, I put, I've, you know, I placed my clothes out the night before. I've gotten up and I've done all of my little things. But then for whatever reason, I might be agitated by something um, but luckily, I have been very blessed. I met a great life coach um, back in the 90s. And um, this life coach, her name is Michiko Rolek, and I do mention her on a few of my other podcasts. She still is teaching up in um, Los Angeles, even by Skype. So uh, her um, Twitter, just to give a shout out to Michiko, since she was so influential in so much of my own inner being happiness and how I learned how to ground myself and deal with uh, turbulent emotions um, is MJ Rolick on uh, Twitter and she's also on Instagram so look up MJ Rolick on Twitter or Instagram and she is awesome and I know Michiko does Skyping um, and also in person so what are these three actions these three tips to help improve your mood today you're like let's just get right to it you've got to know okay you're going to love these because they're very easy so the number one um, we all know the power of our breath or maybe you don't but um, one of the easiest suggestions and uh, exercises I learned from Michiko was to take one deep full breath in and out uh, through my nose Um, you know a nice deep inhale and you're supposed to really focus on that abdomen area you know you could be standing anywhere but at any moment we can ground ourselves and start again with one breath okay now everyone always thinks oh you've got to go meditate and do this and then you'll be feeling better yes that is true however we don't always have time to meditate if we're at work or if um, something's happened and we're in a car and someone maybe they cut us off or we're just feeling angry and we don't know why so this is kind of like tips on the go where you can do anywhere and they just they just help kind of Uh, shift your energy in a subtle way that helps you to feel more grounded okay and so the number one is to take a full deep breath in and out through the nose and in um, yoga that's called our victorious breath and when you exhale that full inhalation on the exhale you might have heard there's sort of like a little sea wind sound. Um, some people call it the Darth Vader noise. So whatever, you know, that's the back of the muscles constricting in the throat. And I actually learned that first from Michiko, my um, life coach back in like 1995. And um, that is just an excellent way to take immediate control, center yourself on the go without one breath in and out and focus on pushing those muscles those abdominal muscles 
all the way, almost as if they can touch the spine and just empty out all of that air. That is number one. And so with one full inhalation and exhalation, you can ground yourself and start over with just one full breath. So just know at any moment you have the power to regain control of yourself, your emotions, your feelings. You just have to center yourself and focus on that breath. Number two, this may sound like, "Mm, really? Is that really going to work? And I can tell you from experience of practicing this off and on for 25 years, yes, it does. And yes, this is a tip I learned from Michiko too. You know, we've all heard, oh, smile, you know, and sometimes that can be the worst thing we hear when someone says smile, you know, and maybe we're not, we're not in a good mood, we're having a bad day, or they don't know maybe what's happened, or maybe you're dealing with grief. You know, there's a lot of things that could cause us to have a frown on our face or have us looking a little um, not present at the moment. So Michiko uh, taught me that the importance of where we place our tongue inside our mouth, the tip of the tongue needs to go in the roof of the mouth. Just place it there. Um, I I hate to say it wrong, but I'll I'll look it up and, and reference this again in another podcast. I'm almost certain that it was like the dolphin smile and how to activate that it was with the the tongue goes at the top of the mouth and then there's a slight the corners of our mouth slightly turn those up okay and then just as you're breathing just focus on where that tongue is in your mouth at the tip the roof of your mouth and not just the the very tip of your tongue but a good portion of it and just leave it there if you can start to like find out when you're what you're doing in the day what's going on where that tongue is in your mouth and believe it or not it's important it's like one of those little ways that we can signal to our soul or body a way to ground ourselves so placing the tongue at the roof of the mouth is just an easy way, subtle shift that can just help um, you feel more powerful in your day, feel more grounded, and do not forget the corners of the mouth. I sometimes weave that in um, when I teach yoga, especially gentle stretch while we're doing like a mini meditation. And I, I ask the yogis or the students, Where are your side corners of your mouth? Are they turned up or are they turned down? Let's just slightly turn those up with a nice, deep, fresh breath. And I swear, I can tell that just sounds good to their heart. You know, who doesn't want to smile? Sometimes we we get carried away with our emotion and we forget the power of a natural smile. But don't forget to include where your tongue is in your mouth. So also that's important when we sleep or when we're walking around, uh, really being cognizant because our muscle, our tongue is a muscle and it needs a little exercise too, just like every other muscle in our body. Um, Number three, believe it or not, it is so simple, all right? You're going to take your finger and you're going to place it in the center of your face, your index finger. And um, like the base of your your finger where the knuckle is, is going to pretty much hit the tip of your nose. 
And then as you line that finger between your brows, and then look, take your eyes, and then you're going to focus on your hand. I mean, it's almost like you're looking, not cross-eyed, but you're focusing maybe at your knuckles if that's too much of a, you know, feeling too cross-eyed. Maybe look up at the top of your knuckles. Take that breath. See wind on the exhalation through the nose. Just do that two or three times with the index whichever hand is best for you. I always use my left because I'm left-handed. So my left hand helps me feel more grounded. So this index finger, it's touching the mid-brow section right between your eyebrows, okay? And it's just lying on its uh, side, your finger is. And then the base of your finger, right where the knuckle is, is basically at the tip of the nose. So part of the finger is on the brow. There's a piece that's not because of the arch in your nose. And the bottom part is right there at the knuckle. This little exercise, just what it does, it's like... um, and basically like the little breathing exercise, the one inhalation, exhalation, emptying out all of that oxygen. This is another exercise that connects your feeling in your body, your hand, and you're touching your face, okay? And it's right between your brows. And so you're centering your thought right where that in yoga, the third eye is. And you're going to concentrate just two or three times on breathing that sea wind breath and just it brings you right into the center of you it's so simple um you can do it in your car if you can drive with one hand or you can you know if you're seated um your car is parked especially or when you're working go to the restroom and just take a moment to center yourself with your index finger right between your brow and it's just our own physical touch on our skin and the concentration of the breath right there between the brow, which kind of just subtly will shift that anxiety, that bad mood you might be in, and just kind of ground you. And then after that, you're going to, if you can remember, write this down. Life is effortless and easy. I am at peace today. Once again, life is effortless and easy. I am at peace today. And just say that in your mind however many times. And what I do with my affirmations, and I also do this with biblical scriptures, is I'll memorize a few Bible verses and I'll thread those in my mind like a thread. Like, you know, you're like weaving a pattern when you're sewing. And it mitigates that monkey chatter. When you memorize those lines, it just kind of like uplifts your thinking to a higher vibration. So that's number two. You're at the index finger with the breathing and you've got that affirmation to say in your mind or maybe jot it down on a little post-it note and carry it with you in your wallet. Okay. And number three is a breathing exercise where you will be focusing. I have this exercise um, that I 
do, I've done a, a, a segment or podcast on it already about how if you need to go to sleep, it also works in that respect too. And yeah, yep, 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 yep. I did learn this from Michiko. However, I changed, um, you know, I kind of formulated it for, for it to work for myself in a different way. Um, she had taught me how to count, you know, because I, I had said to her, what you know it's sometimes really hard to make your mind quit thinking and this is when I was first learning all about meditation I think it was like 1995 and I just was sort of dumbfounded by the whole world of meditation I, I was just like enthralled and I really wanted to do it correctly so but Michiko also had written a book called Mental Fitness it's it's on Amazon it was by Weatherhill uh, Publishing it's awesome this book has excellent tips on breathing exercises and meditation tips and what's wonderful about her book you can apply it just like these little exercises um and these exercises that i'm giving you were inspired by things that she's taught me so it's so wonderful if you don't have a teacher or a a mentor or a counselor it's it that has just reshaped my life beyond I have such gratitude beyond I can even express to you um, in this podcast. So I just at least have uh, gratitude for my heart, my inner being, for knowing I needed that. So back to this exercise. It's five breaths, okay? And you, um, in between each breath, you're going to think of the number one, and then you count up to five. So one whole breath is one inhalation that sea wind sound the Darth Vader sound whichever you want to think of it um, and the exhalation so inhalation exhalation is one whole breath and at the end after you squeeze all of that oxygen out with that with your firm core we hope you know I'm still working on mine <laughs> but use those muscles use those abdominal muscles and just push all of that air out and at the very end of that one full breath one you're going to see the number in your head visually okay mentally see a picture of the number one for me I always see it on a white piece of paper and it's written in black ink all right but I see it I visualize it and then I start again on the next breath and exhalation for my number two breath and you don't have to say the number out loud but I find that it does help pinpoint my mind bring it more into focus and take me out of that anxiety so if you can say the numbers aloud that's great or you can just think of them in your mind if you're like in the restroom or something at work and you want to be private just mentally picture those numbers in between each one full round of breath okay and you have five breaths so let's do number three three
And that's it. And those five breaths, you're going to take your time with them. It's not a rushed experience. You're not going to go, <sighs> you know, you, the, the point of it is is slowing down the amount of oxygen you're taking in longer and slower. So really nice, full breath, filling up the abdomen area. And with your mind's eye, watch, observe that belly kind of rising and falling. And as you excrete all of that oxygen using your abdominal muscles make sure you see that number in your mind mentally picture it which will help ground you even more and then say it or verbally say it in your mind so those are the um, three actions three tips just to subtly shift your mood into a higher vibration Um, and it works these little tips are awesome because we can take our own action at any point and just shift our feelings how we feel and why is this important well if we're having a great day and then suddenly it's like shifted and then we can't quite get it back um, there's kind of like this downward spiral where, where others that we love or work um, worker friends or you know our our employer wherever we are whether we realize it or not, our face, our energy, our aura, it, it, it tells its own story. So it's imperative and important that we are aware of how our energy is impacting those around us. So for me, I, I try my best to be my highest self. So my loved ones, like my husband, my son, my parents, or my, my sister, my brother, my friends, you know, can experience a better day. Um, you know, is that always being authentic? I I think so. Why? Because I'm giving my best to them. And that's the most important thing is what am I doing myself to improve the world I'm in? How can I take control? So these are little methods, easy strategies, actions that you can take. The first was just one full breath standing upright anywhere in your car at work at play in the park just just, you can center yourself ground yourself and i learned that from michiko rolick mj rolick find her on twitter find her on instagram she has excellent um very inspirational graphics she does on her her uh, stories or on her feed and also on uh, Twitter. And so the second one was just taking that index finger and silly as it sounds and you're placing it right between your brow area and the base of the finger where the knuckle is is kind of at the base of your nose depending on all of us we all have different sized noses so um, and there's that part of the, the finger is not touching because it's it's uh, the shape of our nose you know so it's like the top part of the finger and the base and you are going to breathe a couple of times and just kind of focal point is to look kind of where the knuckles are on your hand or um, if you can, maybe at the at the base of your hand, right, right in where your knuckle is. It's almost like you're a little cross-eyed. And then at the end of those two or three uh, breaths, that sea wind breath, you're going to repeat or you're going to read it on a little post-it note. I, life is effortless and easy. I am at peace today. Life is effortless and easy. 
and I am at peace today. So that's number two. And number three, always with the five, you know, slower breaths with the counting up to one to five and one full inhalation and one full exhalation, just squeezing all of that air out of your abdomen area and then thinking of the number one, visualizing, seeing it, mentally picturing it and then verbally saying it or at least in your mind and you do that all the way up to five so there you have it you've got three strategies tips whatever you want to call it they're actions you can easily apply at any time just to subtly shift your mood into a higher vibration help ground you and and feel more in control of your emotions so this is michelle shaw i'm so grateful you've tuned in um i'm just about to head off to my marketing job and i'm 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 taking my own tips and um, uh, i the reason i did this podcast today because i I had this happen to me today. I just kind of thought I was had it all in the bag, feeling all great on top of everything, and just kind of got something just kind of rattled me. And hey, maybe I didn't get enough sleep. We're never little things. Sometimes we were not sure it could be something we haven't dealt with emotionally. But instead of allowing that emotion or that mood that just kind of wanted to take over the day. I shifted into one of these exercises and it was so immediate. I thought, gosh, I have to do a podcast today and um, share um, this exercise and a couple others that I learned from Michiko. And so that there you have it. I hope that helps you. You deserve to be happy every day. You deserve to be the highest vibration of yourself. And if you don't feel like that, surround yourself with people that build you up. Find a counselor, maybe find a a meetup group, anyone, you know, you have the ability to surround yourself with the right people, the right individuals that can always bolster our spirit, maybe a little more. And um, I'm doing that myself. I've um, got a few new friends in my yoga world. And gosh, they're just inspirational. I found a new teacher uh, last year at the Miracosta College when I was finishing my 500 hour. And wow, what a rock star. Um, she is. Um, you should look her up too on Instagram, Stacy McCarthy. And also, you are amazing. Love yourself. Give yourself a pat on the back. You know, we just need to be a little easier on ourselves and send ourselves little, little pings of love. So enough for that today. And um, it's sunny out there in California. It's a little warm. I've been sitting here doing my podcast in the car. I'm working hard on just doing my podcast now when it's very silent so the sound is more clear so um that way i it can register better for whomever's listening and um i just started this podcast about two months ago i know i'm kind of going on here but i originally kind of taught myself how to do the podcast while i was driving a couple times with the, you know with my phone on its little thing and wow i have just enjoyed this so much because i'm able to connect with you who you are listening and I'm able to connect with myself and these are great reminders even for myself to remember how to take better care of my spirit and 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 send love to myself and um if you've ever wanted to get your eyes at ideas out there the the format that I'm using is called anchor it's a-n-c-h-o-r dot f-m you know like a radio anchor dot f-m and it is very easy 
um, I do have a new microphone that I'm going to start using, which might kind of bring up the sound quality. But honestly, if you're in a very quiet space, like in your car, and you've always wanted to try a podcast, but you, you just didn't know how to go about it, anchor.fm. And I'm just giving you this tip because I have so enjoyed doing these podcasts the last couple of months. They've inspired me to uh, be more accountable for my actions and to try um, harder. Even they say don't try. Of course, you have to try first to, to begin an action and to start rolling that down the mountain. And it's also inspired me to be more clear and more concise in the way I think, feel, and I am. It's helped my confidence. So I highly recommend it. Even if you don't think you have anything to say, what do you love? Do you love to sew? Do you love animals? Do you love uh, crossword puzzles? You could do a podcast on anything. And it's just awesome. Like, And this is a great way to connect with a group of people maybe that you can't live near and a lot of people, they don't feel great on camera, but they feel good talking on the phone. So think of it like that. It's a way to connect, inspire yourself, and to uh, get your ideas out there. Um, but hey, back to the three tips. You've got those. Use those at any point to improve your mood. This is Michelle Shaw. Thank you. Remember, stay kind and have an inspired mind. I'm out. Take care. Bye. Hi, this is Michelle Shaw, and I am live from the Sunshine Club with my Red Doberman Fortune and my uh, kitty cat Sophie. Hi, Soph. And I've got Phoebe, that's my little chihuahua, and she's uh, just a little stinker pie. She's just, oh, she's tough. She's a tough girl. And um, we are soaking up the sun, and they just love it when we take a little bit of time and enjoy the sun rays watch the birdies, maybe see some clouds forming. And this is just a little reminder from my heart to yours in the Sunshine Club with Sophie. That's Sophie. She's a Siamese. She's a big talker. And then there's Phoebe. She's beautiful. She's a good girl too. Um, not to miss out on the little small joys right at your fingertips. Uh, one of mine is just making a little time. Up, oh, Phoebe. Okay. Okay, Phoebe. Phoebe, Phoebe and Sophie kind of, they, they like to have their own little, you know, they're like siblings. They like to at each other. Um, little reminder to make small joys like this, I guess. Okay. Anyway, hey, have a great day. Have an inspired mind. And we are live from the Sunshine Club in the backyard with my red Doberman fortune, my little kitty Sophie and uh, Phoebe. My, my one kitty, Lily, decided to stay upstairs. Oh, oh, Phoebe. Okay, okay, guys. Okay, it's a little too live here in the Sunshine Club. <laughs> oh, Bobby's a good boy. That's Fortune. Fortune boy, he's giving me kisses. Ooh, yeah, tell him hi. Oh, excellent boy. He's such a good Red Doberman. We're about to get a nice walk, and he's going to go lizard hunting. We catch and release, though. Catch and release. That's right. Okay, Phoebe. You guys be nice, Sophie. Okay. Hey, have a great day. Stay inspired, be kind, and have an inspired mind. We are tuning out from the Sunshine Club. Hi, you are listening to the Inspired Mind Podcast, and this is your host, Michelle Shaw. If you were tuning in today, 
you might be thinking about ways you can push yourself out of your safety net into the unknown or something new you want to do. And I'm going to share with you a personal story of something that happened to me last year and that there's a quote, fortune favors the bold, okay? And the only reason I know this quote is because my dog, um, I have a Doberman, a red Doberman, just love him to death. He's the best baby Bobby ever. (laughs) Um, He's seven years old and he's just taught me so much about life. I know one day I will have to write about everything I've learned from fortune. And one of the things I have already learned from my dog, fortune favors the bold. Um, My husband had this quote on his uh, dog collar, on his little tag. And I thought, wow, I really love that. And um, I wasn't quite so sure I really believed it as much, you know, until I experienced it firsthand. And so last year, I um, was finishing up my 300-hour yoga certification. Actually, it was um, kind of midway through. And I just had kind of been off. You know, when you kind of step out of the game of life onto the sidelines, that's where I was. And I was so cozy. It was wonderful. I was snug with my books and my son had gone off to college and I was, you know, emptiness, blues, blah, yada, 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 feeling a little sorry for myself. So I forced myself the year before into, you know, kind of stepping out of that comfort zone, which I had. I, I got certified. Um, love, love yoga. I've been practicing off and on since the 90s, uh, specifically pranayamic breathing. Um, so after that certification was finished, I liked my experience so much at the Miracosta College here in um, San Diego, I ended up um, doing the 300 hour. And I kept telling myself, oh, I, I'm not sure if I'll be a yoga teacher. I just want to, you know, take this certification to kind of give my my soul a little reprieve and, and something special to do uh, the first year my son was at college. And that's what I did. However, you know, we make plans and um, God laughs. There's another quote like that. And it's so true regarding this. So what I'm about to tell you, uh, literally fortune favors the bold. I had this experience and this one brave moment altered the, the, the next year of my life. Um, and it's really, sometimes we don't even realize these decisions we make, they're like life changing. Okay. And we don't want to put a lot of pressure on ourselves, but that's just the way life goes. Whether we realize it or not, each decision we make has a new, um, effect on what will be rolling out, whatever the butterfly effect, you know? So last year at the mid midway point, um, in my one amazing rock star teacher, Stacey McCarthy, we had to do a uh, get up and, and teach 15-minute uh, class, which we'd already, you know, taught in small groups. But this was like the final where you get up and teach. And for whatever reason, I just had a lot of mm, fear. It's okay to say it, fear around doing it. I just kind of felt like, oh, I don't want to. I don't know if I really want to be a yoga teacher. Um, even though I love yoga, I wasn't my goal. I already, um, I'm a writer author, marketing. I mean, I have lots of hats going on in my career worlds and I wasn't sure if yoga teacher was going to be one of them. But so 
I was, I ended up being on the very end of uh, the schedule. So like at the very end of May, I was supposed to get up to do my yoga teach. Well, fortune favors the bold. Uh, at the end of April, a couple of students had dropped out. Uh, who knows, their schedule got busy or the finals were too much. It was a lot going on, so I, I, I don't blame them a bit. And their uh, scheduled time to teach, that final teach in the 300-hour there was an opening, and um, my professor Stacy asked, "Does anyone want to volunteer to go earlier?" And I don't know what I was thinking, but I just threw that hand up. I said, "Yes, I do. I'll go." So instead of going May thirtieth, I went. I think it was the twenty ninth of April. Quite a big difference, okay? Because this only gave me about a week to to get ready to go practice to go do my yoga teach for my final in school, and. Um, I, I'm still not sure why other than I knew that quote from my dog's collar, okay, fortune favors the bold. I remember sort of thinking that, and I'm just going to put that hand up. Even though I don't want to do this yet, I'm going to be bold. So that's what I did. I am going to tell you the day I had to get up there and teach that yoga class, it was like there was um, something caught in my throat. This fear, it was very strong. And I remember walking with my teacher. It was at the Self-Realization Center. I was um, I went outside, and that's where I got to teach the class. And I just was walking next to her on the 101, and I had this just dread I swear, it was like this dread. It reminded me kind of when I used to play the flute when I was in high school and before I'd get up to do a flute solo. And I've been an actress. I've done all sorts of auditions. So I was a little... It's totally different, though, when you teach yoga. That's all you need to know, okay? You've got to have um, the the vigor, um, the voice. There's all sorts of things. Hi, it's Michelle Shaw tuning back in to finish Fortune Favors the Bold story. So where I just left off um, was was walking in the sunshine. Um, I had moved ahead early on the schedule in my 500-hour yoga teach for my final. And uh, I had about a month prior uh, to actually finish and, you know, get to practice. And I... Uh, raised my hand and went earlier when someone had dropped off the schedule. And this is what the story is about. No, I didn't want to go earlier, but I ended up moving that time by one month, okay? So instead of it May 30th, I went April 29th, I think. So there I am walking with my professor uh, in the sunshine going to the, the little park by the RSF I'm sorry, the SRF, the Self-Realization Center in Encinitas, just gorgeous right there by the ocean. And it's like, you know, something caught in my throat where I just had that kind of fear. But I just moved past it. Um, the other girl in front, the, uh, one of my friends painted, she went first and then I went second. And it was just like the weight of the world was lifted off my shoulders after doing that 15-minute final yoga teach. Like... I somehow broke through some barrier, unknown barrier I was unaware of. And after I did it, I just felt like I was just free. Like I had kind of gotten on to the other side of this fear, which I didn't even know I had, to be honest. I really had no idea. I was just kind of so cozy in my little, you know, off the, on the sidelines of the game of life, just hanging out. And to get back in... And to push through, and I'm sure it would have been fine had I gone uh, at the end of the month when I was originally scheduled, but 
here's the thing. Because I had gone ahead and done that final teach, when there was a, a yoga lead for a position a couple weeks later that came up on the board in class, I sent my resume out. Okay, so if I had waited to the end of May, I probably would have missed that little window. And guess what? A week after I sent that resume, I heard from the studio owner and she emailed me and I was kind of like, whoa, okay, she wanted me to come and teach. And my husband and I were driving out to, I think it was Palma Valley to pick up the oranges for uh Paradise, the little fruit stand. Uh, it's not little. It's awesome little business. My son, my my husband runs, and I just knew. I'm like, I have to go. I have to go volunteer. I have to do the substitution. It was a 75 minute level one, level two yoga class, and I said yes. And I had to teach the very next day at 9 a.m. Okay, and it was the weirdest thing. After I said yes. I had this voice that just said, you've been ready for this. You've been preparing for a moment like this in your life, your whole life. Um, and just go show up and do what you need to do. Uh, the people in the class, they love yoga like you do. You've been taking uh, certification classes now for almost a year and a half. You know what to do. It was like this very direct voice just saying, you go do this. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so I did. I showed up. And it was very weird. It was very calm. I, that nervous energy I had uh, for the yoga teach, uh, like a couple weeks before at the Self-Realization Center, it was gone. And I showed up and I taught with authority and uh, great gave excellent adjustments. I, it was just, I could not even believe it was me. All right. <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely going to credit my teachers for being amazing teachers, inspirational individuals that challenged me to move out of my comfort zone when I did not want to. Okay. I didn't feel like I needed to because I was pretty happy with the way I was. You know, my, my health was decent. I, my weight was okay. I was, you know, could do yoga. Maybe I always went by my weights or my clothes, how they fit. But after going through all of those kinesiology classes, I learned so much more about the human body, the anatomy, how it works, how we should handle living with food and eating. It was just, I, I was just so blown away by the whole experience. So I'm telling you this story because I know what it feels like when you want to stay cozy and you don't want to move out of that zone, even when you don't have to, because you're pretty happy with where you were. And I thought I was too, but because of that, um, moment uh, I, I substituted that 75 minute vinyasa long story short I was asked again and asked again and then the week I was supposed to give my final teach uh, at the end of May I was asked to join that studio and I got a slot on the time on the time slot for yoga teaching yoga and I don't know if any of that would have happened had I not you know shot that hand up when that slot came open when someone fell off if I hadn't done been brave fortune favoring the bold I don't know if all of those things would have occurred so we have to sometimes just 
take her own hand, pat her own bottom, get it going, kid. You know, we have to take initiative. And even when we are happy or we think things are great, you never, we just never know those little extra amazing uh synchronicities or a a world that could be brewing that you would just love if you just take that little initiative and just push through that fear and then I had to keep doing it it you know eventually the little fear that thing kind of came back and now I'm on the schedule and I'm teaching and I just had to work through it and God bless my husband he let me teach him yoga like three times a week. Uh, and then I, I volunteered. Uh, someone needed a substitute teaching for six weeks that summer. And I said, yes. So, hey, fortune does favor the bold. We have to be bold in all different areas of our life. It's not always um, the right moment for us to be bold. Sometimes it's good for us to be quiet. But I had been quiet for a really long time. So I'm so happy to be back out. And, you know, if you want to call it the game of life, back in the game of life, feeling good about myself and uh, very happy with myself because I pushed through that wall of fear and who knew it was even there. I just didn't know. And sometimes we don't know what's holding us back unless we do something brave to kind of mitigate what's in our way or challenge ourselves. Um, Hey, everything's probably great for you, but Maybe try something new. See what happens. Maybe sign up for that half marathon. Maybe do that that 5K or do a meetup and uh, go meet some new people. Do a hiking group. There's all different ways we can move out of our comfort zone to uh, open that door of blessings just waiting to smack us in the face. So the last 10 to 12 months, best 12 months I've had in so long and I am just so grateful for those teachers especially Stacy McCarthy um and um let me I'm sorry I'm just having a little brain fog moment there I want to make sure they get credit to Amanda Kreibel what a rock star she's a physical therapist as well and um Casey Casey McFarland love her too she these were my three kinesiology yoga professors at Miracosta so if you happen to be listening to this because the word yoga was on this podcast and you're in Southern California and you would like to take a yoga training certification this is the one you should do and best of all it's economical some of these um training for the certification can be quite costly and it's a junior college in um, North County. So look it up. Miracosta Yoga. All right. Change my life. I'm back in the game of life because I, I, I took a moment and I, I, I took some advice from my dog's collar. Okay. Fortune favors the bold. Hey, you take care. Stay kind and have an inspired mind. Michelle. Hi, it's Michelle Shaw tuning back in to finish Fortune Favors the Bold story. So where I just left off um, was was walking in the sunshine. Um, I had moved ahead early on the schedule in my 500-hour yoga teach for my final. And uh, I had about a month prior uh, to actually finish and, you know, get to practice. And I... Uh, raised my hand and went earlier when someone had dropped off the schedule. And this is what the story's about. No, I didn't want to go earlier, but I ended up moving that time by one month, okay? So instead of it May 30th, I went April 
29th, I think. So there I am walking with my professor uh, in the sunshine, going to the, the little park by the RSF, I'm sorry, the SRF, the Self-Realization Center in Encinitas, just gorgeous, right there by the ocean. And it was like, you know, something caught in my throat where I just had that kind of fear but I just moved past it. Um, the other girl in front, the, uh, one of my friends painted, she went first, and then I went second. And it was just like the weight of the world was lifted off my shoulders after doing that 15-minute final yoga teach. Like, I somehow broke through some barrier, unknown barrier I was unaware of. And after I did it, I just felt like I was just free. Like I had kind of gotten on to the other side of this fear, which I didn't even know I had, to be honest. I really had no idea. I was just kind of so cozy in my little, you know, off the, on the sidelines of the game of life, just hanging out. And to get back in and to push through, and I'm sure it would have been fine had I gone uh, at the end of the month when I was originally scheduled, but... Here's the thing, because I had gone ahead and done that final teach, when there was a, a yoga lead for a position a couple weeks later that came up on the board in class, I sent my resume out, okay? So if I had waited to the end of May, I probably would have missed that little window. And guess what? A week after I sent that resume, I heard from the studio owner and she emailed me and I was kind of like, whoa, okay, she wanted me to come and teach. And my husband and I were driving out to, I think it was Palma Valley to pick up the oranges for uh, Paradise, the little fruit stand. Uh, it's not little, it's awesome, little business my son, my, my husband runs and I just knew. I'm like, I have to go. I have to go volunteer. I have to do the substitution. It was a 75-minute level one, level two yoga class. And I said yes. And I had to teach the very next day at 9 a.m., okay? And it was the weirdest thing. After I said yes, I had this voice that just said, you've been ready for this. You've been preparing for a moment like this in your life your whole life. Um and just go show up and do what you need to do. Uh, the people in the class, they love yoga like you do. You've been taking uh, certification classes now for almost a year and a half. You know what to do. It was like this very direct voice just saying, you go do this. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so I did. I showed up and it was very weird. It was very calm. I, that nervous energy I had. Uh, for the yoga teach, uh, like a couple weeks before at the self-realization center, it was gone. And I showed up and I taught with authority and uh, great, gave excellent adjustments. I, it was just, I could not even believe it was me. All right. <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely going to credit my teachers for being amazing teachers, inspirational individuals that challenged me to move out of my comfort zone when I did not want to, okay? I didn't feel like I needed to because I was pretty happy with the way I was. You know, my, my health was decent. I My weight was okay. I was, you know, could do yoga. Maybe I always went by my weight or my clothes, how they fit. But after going through all of those kinesiology classes, I learned so much more about the human body, the anatomy, how it works, how we should handle 
living with food and eating. It was just, I, I was just so blown away by the whole experience. So I'm telling you this story because I know what it feels like when you want to stay cozy and you don't want to move out of that zone, even when you don't have to, because you're pretty happy with where you were. And I thought I was too, but because of that, um, moment, uh, I, I substituted that 75 minute vinyasa long story short, I was asked again and asked again. And then the week I was supposed to give my final teach, uh, at the end of May, I was asked to join that studio and I got a slot on the time on the time slot for yoga, teaching yoga. And I don't know if any of that would have happened had I not, you know, shot that hand up when that slot came open when someone fell off if I hadn't done been brave fortune favoring the bold I don't know if all of those things would have occurred so we have to sometimes just take our own hand pat our own bottom get it going kid you know we have to take initiative and even when we are happy or we think things are great you never we just never know those little extra amazing uh, synchronicities or uh, a world that could be brewing that you would just love if you just take that little initiative and just push through that fear and then I had to keep doing it it you know eventually the little fear that thing kind of came back and now I'm on the schedule and I'm teaching and I just had to work through it and God bless my husband he let me teach him yoga like three times a week. Uh, and then I, I volunteered. Uh, someone needed a substitute teaching for six weeks that summer. And I said, yes. So, hey, fortune does favor the bold. We have to be bold in all different areas of our life. It's not always um, the right moment for us to be bold. Sometimes it's good for us to be quiet. But I had been quiet for a really long time. So I'm so happy to be back out. And, you know, if you want to call it the game of life, back in the game of life, feeling good about myself and uh, very happy with myself because I pushed through that wall of fear and who knew it was even there. I just didn't know. And sometimes we don't know what's holding us back unless we do something brave to kind of mitigate what's in our way or challenge ourselves. Um, Hey, everything's probably great for you, but Maybe try something new. See what happens. Maybe sign up for that half marathon. Maybe do that that 5K or do a meetup and uh, go meet some new people. Do a hiking group. There's all different ways we can move out of our comfort zone to uh, open that door of blessings just waiting to smack us in the face. So the last 10 to 12 months, best 12 months I've had in so long and I am just so grateful for those teachers especially Stacy McCarthy um and um let me I'm sorry I'm just having a little brain fog moment there I want to make sure they get credit to Amanda Kreibel what a rock star she's a physical therapist as well and um Casey Casey McFarland love her too she these were my three kinesiology yoga professors at Miracosta so if you happen to be listening to this because the word yoga was on this podcast and you're in Southern California and you would like to take a yoga training certification this is the one you should do and best of all it's economical some of these um training for the certification can be quite costly and it's a junior college in um, North County. So 
Look it up. Miracosta Yoga. All right. Changed my life. I'm back in the game of life because I, I, I took a moment and I, I, I took some advice from my dog's collar. Okay. Fortune favors the bold. Hey, you take care. Stay kind and have an inspired mind. Michelle.